Well, good morning for Northeast by Midwest. This is Jonathan Jones. So this week, I've at least for these first couple days, if you've listened to yesterday, I talked about why we enjoy, why I enjoy sports. And today, just talk about some different things that I personally enjoy this week. Um, if you don't like them, that's okay. Uh, we're all a little bit different, right? <laughs> that's uh, the beauty of the kaleidoscope uh, that God made us. But just sharing some different things I enjoy. Hopefully, it uh, helps you pass some time and maybe it's an encouragement gets you thinking also. So today I'd like to talk about why I enjoy maps, or I suppose today you could say navigation. I have always loved maps, studying topography, uh, different things. You know, it's interesting over the years though that I'm not quite as good at maps as I thought I was. But I'll share a couple stories today where maps have really like saved my biscuits and uh, on the same breath uh, also created me a little bit of consternation. So, you know, I think my love for like studying maps, atlases, uh, roadmaps and things like that really started back in the 90s um, when my mom and dad, we would go on trips uh, to Florida, out west, uh, where I grew up, Chicago, areas like that. And eventually I would just get an atlas in my hand and just start studying the different roads we were on. And I became mesmerized by it. You know, for instance, a couple of things that, that I learned, and I'm assuming most of you know this, but... You know, uh, you just never know. So here's a little lesson. If you know it, good for you. If not, you know, as I studied the maps, I started realizing uh, up here where I live, uh, we have a 95, the same 95, some of you may know, that goes from Florida all the way up. And we have a 295. And one of the things uh, I could never figure out is why, um, you know, is ultimately why, why the different numbers? Like, what was that about? And so I started learning that, for instance, up here where we live, if you add a number before the the root number that's like an interstate, like Interstate 95, depending on if the number is odd or even, more or less depends on if it goes north or south. So, for instance, up here where I live, we have a 295 that is a branch off of 95 and if it's even that goes north and that's why it's called 295 now you know it's not exactly straight north but the idea is um you know ultimately it goes more or less mostly north or north and south and then if you have an odd number before a number like 95 and we have one up here as well called 195 that goes east and west and that's true up here where i live in the great state of maine And to be honest, if you know where you're at, it's probably true in your area, whether you're in New York, Philly, D.C., Denver, L.A., Seattle, whatever it is. Um, If you go look at the interstates or, you know, the big state roads that go through, you have a number like, let's say, I-70 for those of you out in the Midwest runs through Columbus. Well, if you have a 270, that's usually, you know... um, a roundabout way to get around the city, uh, you know, or something like that. So anyway, those are little things I learned about maps and I loved studying them. And even to this day, I don't do it as much now, but I'll pick up a map and, you know, I've never been to a couple of the states in the Southwest, like New Mexico and Arizona. And so I'll just like study different um, roads and stuff like that. So at least for me, Jonathan Jones, that's one of kind of like my nerdy things that I like to do. And uh, I love maps. And I think one of the other reasons I love maps is it kind of goes to the name of my podcast, uh, Northeast by Midwest. So growing up as a flatlander, as I'm called up here, um, you know, I've lived in the Northeast long enough. I feel like I'm a Northeasterner now, but I grew up in the Midwest. And so, you know, where I grew up, pretty much everything is is straight. Those of you that live there know, you know, it's pretty flat roads, a lot of uh, square miles. So you go one mile, 
Then you take a left, you go another mile or a right, then another mile, and literally you have a square mile, which is four miles in a huge square, one mile for each piece. And so that's kind of what I grew up with. And when I moved up to upstate New York to go to Bible college, I got a little education about the mountains and just uh, changes in weather, changes in direction. And, and the long and the short of it is when I was first married, we moved down to Scranton, Pennsylvania, my wife and I, and I was coming home from work one day. Now, where I grew up in the Midwest, there are a few exceptions to this rule, but by and large, if a road goes north, south, east, or west, it pretty much goes north, south, east, or west. There are a couple situations where that's not true, but by and large, that's at least my experience. That's not so much the way it is up here in the northeast. If you get a road that goes north, it will eventually go north, but it might head east for a long time. And that's what happened to me one day. I was coming home from UPS. I talked to my dear wife uh, and my 20 minute ride became about an hour and 20 minutes. I could literally see the little town we lived in called Factoryville, Pennsylvania. And uh, if you're a baseball fan, Christy Mathewson, um, who pitched, I believe, three complete games in the World Series, uh, grew up there. And so I was trying to get home there from Scranton and I could literally see where my town was, but could not figure it out. And I kept going on this road that said north, but it kept taking me south. And so, you know, not only did I like studying maps as a kid, but as I became an adult, there became a necessity for me to study maps. And so when my wife and I would travel up here to visit her family up here in the Northeast, or back home to see part of my family in Ohio, and she has family out there as well, or wherever we go, I would make it a habit to study atlases and maps. And to be honest with you, I love it. I still do. I'm not saying I'm great at it. Obviously, <laughs> sharing my story with you or getting lost on the way home uh, for work in the Northeast Pennsylvania, right, tells you that I wasn't real great at it. But little by little, I kind of honed my skills and, and I have a fairly decent sense of direction now. Um, I could still get lost like anybody out in the woods. Um, but when it comes to roads and things like that, I, I have a pretty good, you know, pretty good sense of direction and I really enjoy that. And then we had these new things come along, right? Some of you, um, that are younger, you will probably know it maybe because you're, you, you, you know, let's say you're late in high school, uh, or maybe you're in your early twenties or early thirties. You'll remember this. A few of you might still have them. I still have one in my office, but we had like the Garmin that came out and the GPS system. And uh, when those came out, I totally rejected it. I was like, oh, that's a weak man's way, you know, and I'd always get out my map. And But little by little, I started to see how helpful they were because it's really hard when you're going 75 or 65 down a, down a road and you're trying to figure out, do I take exit 11 or 12? And when the GPS tells you to do it, it's just a lot easier, right? Now, you know... You, we do learn a few lessons from the GPSs. Uh, one time I was with my family out in San Francisco and my father and mother are following me. And if mom listens to this or my brothers, they'll probably remember it. And they're in the car behind me and my GPS is about 500 yards behind us. And so we, we'd get to a road and it would say, turn here. Well, we'd turn, but it was missing. It, it hadn't caught up. Um, and so we were missing the turn by about 500 yards every time. <laughs> and so GPSs could be a little, you know, a little frustrating. When we were over in England, uh, one of the funniest things was we had Sean Connery on our GPS. And his voice, you know, would say, take a right here. And that's a terrible version of Sean Connery, I know. But and, and then the thing that would drive me nuts is it would say, recalculating, recalculating. And I would just want to take the GPS and throw it out the window <laughs> because they have so many rotaries. If you've ever been over there, it's a, it's a little challenging, you know, but, but it's a lot of fun. But then we had GPSs and then now, 
whether you realize it or not, uh, eventually I'll probably change, but I'm recording almost all of these exclusively on my iPhone. Um, these iPhones have such good, uh, you know, there's just pretty much a speaker system built right in. And this all started, uh, maybe some of you could send me a message. I didn't Google when smartphones became popular for maps, but I mean, my gracious, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I used to pick up a map once or twice a week or an atlas, you know, to look at and just, you know, go through, uh, whether it was the actual topography of an area or the roads. And I was thinking to myself about a year ago, I probably don't pick up a, a map more than two or three times a year now. Maybe when we go on vacation, uh, we'll go up to Northern Maine and I'll get out an area map up there and look at it. But I just don't do it much because I rely so much on my phone now, right? And that all started with Google Maps, at least for me, probably about nine or 10 years ago. We would print it off, print directions to go places. And then one day I figured out that on my phone, I could get Google Maps, probably like a lot of you. And then uh, I have an iPhone, you know, maybe you have an Android, but all these phones added maps in. And so my guess is today, you could even be listening to this and you have GPS on your phone, right? And why wouldn't you? I mean, that's, a, that's an incredibly sweet way to go. It's the way it should be, um, you know? And so when you think about those things, isn't it interesting how the principle is the same, right? You know, trying to make sure we're going to the right place that we're going to get to, whether it's somewhere to eat or it's a party or maybe you're heading to church or you're going shopping or vacation, whatever it is, right? And, you know, it got me to thinking that even though things change, one of the things that's great about ultimately the real GPS, God's positioning system, instead of what we know as the global positioning system, the Bible, the Bible doesn't change. And I, for one, am very thankful for that. And I hope you are too. It is still God's truth. Culture changes, um, people change, but God's word doesn't change. And I'm thankful for the constancy of God's word. And I pray that you are as well. And I hope this encourages you today. Uh, Maybe you ought to pull out that map sometime and check it out again. Um, I still do that and uh, have some fun with it. But yeah, just like you, when I go somewhere, in fact, I'm going to be going somewhere later today. um, I will stick it in my GPS on my phone because that's the easiest way to figure it out. So as you go about your day, I pray that you open up the greatest positioning system or God's positioning system, the Bible, and you look in it for directions, not just for this life, but for the life to come. For Northeast by Midwest, this is Jonathan Jones. Have a great day.